You're listening to episode two of Good As Hell, a podcast recently described by the New York Times as a wake-up call for the black community. I'm your host, John Rutherford. And I'm Rick Hampton. Good to be back, Rick. Um, and as, as I said before, yeah. this is only episode two. What happened to the real... This is episode 2B. Yeah. This is the downstairs basement flat of the original episode that we recorded. Yeah. Because um, I've effectively... Don't know if you've ever heard of a little thing called Mensa. <laughs> Found it. That's me. You're, Found you're like, you're like, Mensa. You're like when I have to uh, try and teach my granddad how to use email. <laughs> that, that is what you are. A little thing called the internet. Ever heard of it? You're going to give me uh, a box you, you, with the yeah. internet written on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just don't break it. Uh, yeah, you managed to fuck up the entire recording from last week. So that was, that yeah. was nice. It was... That was nice. It was a fucking. I've, con- I've still got the audio of fucking <laughs> in the last half an hour, both of us losing our shit, just <laughs> fucking losing our minds. I mean, you can't even hear you, but it is, uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's pretty bad. Well, I've saved we're saving the audio, and one day when we've got enough listeners, and some of them are like technically proficient, so, someone can go through and like rebuild that, like a, I don't know, like a, a burnt hard drive from a terrorist camp or something. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and then they can release it into the public. I would imagine some of the content will be similar. Well, well that's what pisses me off is because I don't know if you know, but we're content miners. We're down in the content mines day in day out, mining for content. And last week we mined out some beautiful nugs of oh, it content. Was dreamy. It was dreamy. We could have we could we... have fashioned. You know, we could have smelted down and fashioned into ingots of content. We, pro- you, we probably would have won an award for that yeah. that episode. For the three people that are listening to this now. So thank you. Thank you for ruining my life, John. <laughs> it, it's okay. I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to carry on. We um, both know we, we've only got six episodes in us. Yeah, well, that yeah, one's uh, fucking fried gold. So. You, no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count no. towards the episode target. No, absolutely not. Um, the great thing is, is that um, I've got a memory like a fucking snare. Fish? No, like a snare. Drum? Um, like a like a bear trap, and I remember right. everything that we said. So, as far as I'm concerned, it's open season on last week's bits, and we're just going to redo them all word for word, perfect. So, Bring if you it. could open your script to page two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh dear, where do you want to do start? You, do you remember last week when we discussed a 16 year old boy who died after masturbating 42 times without <laughs> stopping in? Um, in a town called Rubialto, which now I'm I'm reading it again. I think this might be a made-up story. There is no Um, way... The John Rutherford story. There's no way that somebody died of masturbation in a town called Rubialto. (laughs) Rubialto. How did you not notice that before? We were talking about it last week, like like you'd read it in the Times. What, uh, What was the... Give us the breakdown of the story again. So it was a boy... Um, he had, he's got a porn addiction and he just didn't Story stop. Story checks out so far. He, he just didn't stop and in a 24 hour period, he knocked it off 42 times and he died of basically dehydration. <laughs> oh God. I think my response initially was, why didn't he fucking stop when he got to 39 and he was feeling a bit woozy? I am... Um... I was thinking about this over the week because this is the second week I've invested in this story. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like an alcoholic detective trying to string things together. I've got my I've got my cork board up and I've got my red wall, and I'm just connecting the dots. Badly, um, badly. Um, I just made a pentagram. But you know when like um, Michael Hutchins from In Excess, yeah, asphyxiated himself to death. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He Good on him. is this, in, in my opinion, that's the sprint version of the marathon that this man went through. The outcome is the same. They both ran a race and <laughs> lost. But the difference is which, time. which one? Which one's more like you? And, when you're when you've got a lot uh, of stuff in your mouth and uh, and a cucumber and a cucumber so, up your arsehole. No, you've got it exactly wrong. You do. <laughs> Sorry, cucumber get, mouth. Yeah, orange the, orange doesn't, the orange doesn't go in your mouth. <laughs> um, How many asphyxia wanks have you ever had? No, none. I've never had one. You're I've, a fucking I, liar. 
No, I genuinely, I've never had one. I never will have one because that's how I am going to die. It's like I've <laughs> seen, I'm functionally immortal now because I've seen my own death. And <laughs> as long as I never do that thing. Yeah, I'm... if it wasn't for your crippling masturbation addiction, <laughs> <laughs> then you'd be immortal. Yeah. What else did we talk about last week? We also spoke about um, the game Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn yes. Horizon. Yeah. Um, which you're playing? Yeah, I'm still playing at the moment. It's good. It's good. It's like, it's I think good. it might. I think it might be set in a f- in in our world, but in the future, something's gone pear shaped, and it's uh, it's kind of like. Okay, I've never played the game, and I've watched yep. ten minutes of somebody playing it, and I yep. know that's the case. So how are you just well, piecing you this together? I um, you know, I I don't play games uh, <laughs> with with my full attention. Uh, okay. Now. I'm married, John. You can't you can't spend fucking fourteen hours playing a computer game straight anymore. That's, it's not like the true. old days, mate. That's true. Um, I heard something, but Lena just shouted, "Amen, amen!" <laughs> like like I was saying, it was a good thing. Oh, it's nice when your wife shouts religious expletives, <laughs> <laughs> religiously oh, eja- religious ejaculations. Bless you. Um, so, but you gave me an important piece of information. And I want so I'm gonna let me fill in the listeners. We have a friend called Rob Sturgeon, and uh, he uh, recently got married to um, a redhead. Now you were telling yeah, me, and she, that yeah, she, so yeah, yeah. So she looks, she, you know, there is some vague, uh, vague comparison, I suppose, between Mary, Rob's wife, and uh, and the main computer game character What's in Horizon name? Zero Dawn. What's uh, her name? Dawn. Uh, no, um, and uh, and as, as a result of Mary quite quite enjoying playing this game, Rob, for no other fucking reason um, other than the bloody computer game, bought Mary a fucking recurved compound longbow or whatever the fuck it's called for Christmas. She expressed no interest in archery whatsoever, uh, and it just strikes me as the uh, Homer's bowling ball all over. It again. is it is Homer's bowling ball. It's yeah. got Rob written on it. Um, has he? Um, <laughs> no, because Homer wanted to play. He didn't want Marge to take up bowling. He wanted that to be his bowling ball because she would never use it. That's why he. Got yeah, the I think that's yeah. what's going on here. No, I don't think that's what's going on. I think she's Rob expressed wants... no interest in archery whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I'm Rob's... I'm not convinced she's going to be able to draw it. <laughs> yeah, because Rob's got a 150 pound longbow. Like the pull strength <laughs> required on it is more than like I couldn't pull it. Yeah, and as you know, I'm I'm six. I don't know if I don't know if the listeners know, but I'm actually six foot eight, and I weigh uh, about I weigh a, about sixteen stone. A, a, a fine stature of a man. Yeah, what twist- once described it, uh, described as a good mate of ours as a bloated corpse, <laughs> <laughs> like someone's left you in the canal too long. Yeah, yeah I was found face down in the drain pool. I liked your. <laughs> I've been using your description of um, of having skin like a newborn fish. That's yeah, my. Yeah. Uh, it's good. See the uh, heart beating. No, I've nicked that from somewhere else. I wouldn't use it too liberally. Well, it's fine. I can't remember like, where though. It's like when I used to think um, that a lot of Gaz's jokes were his own jokes. Um, another friend of ours yeah. uh, used to think that his jokes were his own jokes, and then I found out that they were PTK jokes, and it was just the fact that he was north <laughs> and hiding it. Um, I yeah, he's um, he's he's got a, got another kid now, hasn't he? Has he? He's got a kid with Joe. Ugh. Let's just skip over that. Um, <laughs> that's fucking harrowing. Um, <laughs> Are we allowed to take the piss out of that? What if they hear it? No, no. I'm just, I'm just, we're just, we're just gonna just skip over. It's gonna dance over it, okay? It's gonna glide over <laughs> it like a young Boroshnikov. Yeah. So Rob's. No, I don't think Rob's trying to have a longbow. I don't think he want. He wants Mary to be that character. Ah, uh, okay. So gotcha. he's. Yeah, he's not trying to do it for himself in terms of like he wants that item. He yeah. genuinely wants her to become a character from a, computer a sexy game. computer game character. Yeah, in the apocalypse. Gotcha. Yeah, and as I said okay. last week, it is only through the grace of God that we were not born in America and that we weren't friends with a boy with an arsenal yeah. that most militias would struggle to explain. Would be, would be absolutely proud yeah. of. The, Mich- the Michigan militia would go, come on, mate, tone it down a bit. Nobody I needs mean, that many. The machine guns that the machine guns are nice, but do you need fifty? 
why have you got a fully functioning? How many, how many guns would you have if we lived in the in the states? Um, you know how much time I've put into this. So I already know what guns. As soon as I move to the states, I, day one, I know what guns I'm buying. Go on, go I would on. have I would have um, two handguns. Sure. Any, um, anything. Uh, I would have like a nine yeah. millimeter semi-auto kind of thing. Yeah, I'd have a, I'd have like a Glock 17 and nice. a um, 357, some kind of 357. Like a revolver. revolver. Yeah, it's a revolver. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, You'd like to fire them both at the same time. No, no, never, never guns akimbo, never dual wield. No. Uh, and I'm, I've definitely not got the wrist strength. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, if you haven't. <laughs> um, and then I would have a um, probably a pump action shotgun, oh. a Remington eight seventy. Oh. And then, then the fourth gun I would have probably some kind of rifle, but I don't think you need a semi-automatic rifle. I just don't think it's necessary. What do you mean? That like, I don't. I don't. Unless I'm gonna be having, unless I'm gonna have to go to war, I yeah. don't need a like a M4 or something like that. I don't need an AR15. Don't need an AK. Oh no, I think that's fair enough. Yeah. So then, what do you do? You need any of them? There's, I think, um, it depends where you live. I think really in in big cities, there's absolutely no need for um, for weapons. Police response times wherever you live are, are going to be pretty reasonable, and they're just the um, no one's coming through a front door fucking armed to the teeth it's ridiculous but in yeah. um, in the suburbs and, and definitely in the um, in the countryside I think you, there's a reason why farmers have guns well it's usually shotguns and it's yeah. usually for shooting fucking foxes yeah but no but a shotgun is a great defensive weapon this is the least funny conversation two people have ever had right. <laughs> hey let me John Rutherford a man who has held a gun once and fired yeah. a gun precisely one time. Like one let bullet. Just, yeah. What, let me literally, let me break down for you gun culture and why it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, do you know, it's one of the few things that if like, that could make me a Tory. If why? I, um, if the Tories went, what, do you know they what? Said... If we get a decent, you know, like, this is my Brexit. If, uh, if people <laughs> went, if the Tories went, if you let us be in charge, yeah, we'd gut the health service and stuff like that. But I'll allow you to own. If you haven't got a criminal record, I'll allow you to own guns. I'll okay. go mad for it. Then you'd vote Tory. Yeah, and I'll get a criminal record instantly for firing my guns <laughs> in the street. Wildly out the window. Actually, this um, this brings me on to a to a, a point that I, I've actually written down to to discuss with you. Um, one of our friends, she will remain nameless, um, but one of right. one of our, I'm, in fact, I'm not actually friends with her anymore because of this reason. Um, has become not I've told her because I'm a coward. Um, looks, I'm scared of her. Is yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, like a fucking full blown Tory now, and it's like a Facebook libertarian. Oh really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And as soon as we're off air, I'll tell you who it is. Okay, and you'll know okay. exactly who I'm talking about. Um, is it is it okay to be friends with a Tory? Ooh, ooh, tough one. I mean, I'm not sure if I know any. So, Fox is a Tory. So, Come on, Foxy's a Tory. No, nah, no way. Private, privately educated Foxy isn't a Tory. Uh, don't think so. Don't think so. I'll ask him next time. Well, he's yeah. not a fucking communist, is he? What? <laughs> he's not a full. He's not a full blown communist, is he? Uh, well, are you? Are you a full-blown communist? No, not really. Well, so you're a Tory? No, no, no. I'm a, oh, so there uh, is something uh, in between? Oh, no, no. I wasn't saying it like that. I was just saying that like privately educated fucking landlord Foxy isn't going to be like a... <laughs> he's not like in... He's not a Maoist, is he? He's not going to be in the uh, no. trenches. No. I had, a long, I had a long conversation with him about inheritance tax the other day. What does that mean? Mm. Was What side of it was he on on the inheritance tax? Uh, he he wasn't a fan. Yeah, a lot of Tories aren't fans of um, inheritance tax. I mean, it se- it seems pretty. Uh, I don't know. It seems quite excessive to me. But no, whatever. not at all. Do you not think it's un- it's, it's no, it's unprivileged. It it depends. So in a, in in the existing society that we live in, um, inher- a lack of inheritance tax is tax is the only way that you can guarantee um legacy your a your legacy yeah if you're like some big captain of industry or b the comfort of your children 
But if we lived in a proper system with like where needs were completely cut, basic like basic survival needs were completely covered no matter what, in a good way. So you you had access to food, water, yeah, uh, safe accommodation that was nice that wasn't like fucking harrowing to live in. Okay. Um, access to education to whatever level you wanted for free free healthcare, all that good stuff yeah so you could you basically you're working to self-actualize as opposed to at the moment where we're working to your job the, like the brilliant thing about capitalism is it's invented a system where you have to have a job to survive within it but guess what no jobs are guaranteed and and even having a job isn't guaranteed but Man, that's the system that we're in, yeah? boring. okay let's talk about something else <laughs> I, so yeah, I, can you I be tried, friends with the I Tory? Tried, I tried to stay with you. Well, I'm struggling to be with friends with you at the moment, and you're not a Tory, so all all not all Tories are friends, but all friends all might be eventually become Tories. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like I think like eventually everyone becomes a Tory, don't they? Is that right? Yeah, I think like like loads. I work with a ton of Tories at work, and I'm quite friendly with most of them. Um, and I don't really hold it against them because yeah. I just think you're middle age and middle class. Like, what else were you going to be? Yeah, yeah. Also, like, yeah. I just, you know, I don't know. I've fucking, I've grown tired tired of it all, mate. It's boring. All politics. It's boring, isn't it? Yeah. I went, no praxis, that's I went, why. I went you're not interacting a, with your politics on a daily basis. I went through a phase of uh, of of getting annoyed by it all and and uh, and uh, having little rants, and now I just don't give a fuck anymore. Don't care. Fair news. Don't care. Boring. So, I asked you this question last week. Hold on, and, hold on, hold on. Before we hold on, before we go on to that, can we please touch on the the the, the news uh, article that you <laughs> you read out to me just before we started recording? What was it again? I've yeah. literally genuinely uh, forgotten. Philadelphia, Philadelphia local <laughs> authority have been rolling around greasing their lampposts this morning, just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it on um, this this coming. It's coming hot off the press from uh, Deadspin. Um, they've greased poles in Philadelphia in preparation for the Eagles games. People in Philadelphia are nervous today. It's not just about tonight's NFC title game against the Minnesota Vikings. They're nervous what might happen if the Eagles actually win and advance to a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> Earlier this week, Philadelphia police warned businesses around a popular gathering place in northeast Philly to take inside anything that they didn't want destroyed in the wake of an Eagles victory. <laughs> the city has also banned parking on South Broad Street. And today they've greased some, some light poles. And by light poles, they mean lampposts. Yeah. So yeah, it's to stop people climbing up a pissing pole, and then Jesus. there's just countless videos of people climbing up poles in Philadelphia. Apparently, that's a thing. Wow, it's a hell of a story. Wow, I mean, uh, I mean, if, uh, presumably they've got they've got prior. Presumably they've won a big sporting event before, and the people of Philadelphia have uh, have proven that they really fucking love climbing a lamppost. Yeah, they've got probable cause. No, I just like the idea of some absolutely huge... Um, do you follow... Um, you're not on Twitter, really, are you? There's a Twitter account called NYC Guido Voice, which is um, just amazing, like, taking the piss out of fat Italian men who live in New York. <laughs> um, and I just imagine, like, M NYC Guido Voice, but the Philadelphia equivalent. Yeah. Um, with that... I can't do the voice, but that fucking mid-Atlantic... The Dundalk voice they do on... Um, come town yeah 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 that voice going like this is um, this is targeted harassment this is um, profiling what just because I'm a morbidly obese man sweating on myself in the middle of a fucking icy tundra <laughs> I'm going to climb up a um, a lamppost and then you know and then the police are like alright well we'll leave it then you know off you go guys and then the police are walking back to the car and they do the fucking Columbo term and he's just licking the grease off the pole <laughs> Uh, we've got a few we've got a few um uh a few little back and forths on uh on on twitter didn't we we did um i put out the call today um to our three listeners um uh, four followers thanks very much we, yeah our four followers um so do you want to just read out the names of our four followers just the names you don't have to um you know, uh, read we've out got, there. we've got uh J jane kemp avid yep. marmite fan master of science 
joint Twitter Good. Connect Four champion. Yeah, against me. Uh, we've got you. Yeah. John Rutherford, three fifths yeah. of the world's greatest Wham tribute act. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, Bona Nazi sixty nine sixty nine. Actually, got some questions from um, Bona Nazi <laughs> himself. <laughs> Are they Bona related? No, they're not actually. And then He's the fourth one, the fourth one is the the vanilla ice creams, which yeah. is actually my other. Which is you. <laughs> yeah. So that's me. so fucking Potter doesn't even follow us on um, Twitter. Unbelievable. And he's the one that asked us the question. Oh, wow. So Potter submitted an excellent question today, which I'm, I'm going to put to you. And yeah. we're going we're gonna to tear apart like a latter-day Frost Nixon. Sure. Um, would you touch poo for £20? 100%. You would 100%. touch poo for 20 quid. 100%. Whose? Um, I, I mean, I can't nail down exactly whose it is. It would be street poo. What? I mean, what... For 20 quid? Mm. Why not? Because it's fucking shit. Because it's shit. <laughs> well, it's, it was, so, what's going to happen? It's you shit of unknown wash, origin. Go and wash your hands. You'll be fine. 20 quid, mate. True. Yeah. I don't know if you could wash your hands enough. Uh, uh, can you just give me, give me you've a, t- you've a quick shout You've got two kids. Yeah. You touch shit all the time that's not yours. Yeah, I... I touched shit because my pull-out game was weak twice. <laughs> uh, and, and your touch- wife point-blank refuses to remember to take the pill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you a little, a little story. So I used to work at a, um, a recruitment company. Um, I'm really like Terrible giving name. people enough. I'm giving it, and also my date of birth is like I'm giving people enough information that they can start hacking my <laughs> identity now. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to do this again. Um, I worked at um, a recruitment company, and we had uh, we had two dogs that worked in uh, the works. Yeah, they worked for the they're directors of the business. Um, no, they were, um, like were the office dogs, and they were the the owners of the company's dogs. And right. one of them was a Labrador called Tatters. Um, and the fucking Tatter's story itself is a harrowing tale oh, that Jesus. basically imagine if um, imagine if Tarantino directed fucking Homeward Bound. Tatter's um, was a, a court profile. He enjoyed eating shit, oh. and literal shit. And um, <laughs> one day, um, the guy who owned the business and whose dog Tatter's was was like uh, had a rough night last night. And I was like, oh yeah, what happened? As they were walking home, uh, Tatters like was off the lead, ran over and just started chowing down on just a monstrous, monstrous pile of shit oh, that was hell. in the street. And then um, when he got in, um, he probably threw it up everywhere. Oh my god! <laughs> and I went, I went. Well, you know, you you've had a dog for a long time. You must be pretty okay with. Um, like dog shit being, being around the house and the guy was like no John because it wasn't fucking dog shit it was human shit oh. like, how can you tell whether it's human shit or not if it's in the street and his answer has stayed with me ever since was dogs don't wipe <laughs> <laughs> so there was a load of shitty tissue paper with the turd <laughs> it was just a, it just apparently it was just like a real like homeless mountain of shit oh. like, imagine you're a heroin addict Fuck. and you haven't done a shit for a month yeah. And then you feel the need and you just pull over into Reading Graveyard um, up by um, that park in Reading yeah. with the fucking lion in it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. In there. just You just have to, you have to just oh, unleash fuck. an absolute snake. You basically have to recreate the Bakerloo line. It's, it's fucking... I can't work out whether I'm disgusted or aroused. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Tatters, and I'm going to go back to the story about Tatters. Tatters was a Labrador, sweetest dog in the world. He's got, like, all of his um, ear on one side is proper carved up, like, all like, you know, like a a gremlin's ear? You know, like the film Gremlins? Yeah. You know, like, their ears like that. Yeah, if it's cut out. Yeah, yeah, all cut out underneath, where somebody, when he was, he was from Ireland, yeah. Um, and someone what, the dog the dog was yeah so he was from Ireland because this is was he in a bare knuckle gypsy basically fight? gypsies like stole him and tried to cut out his the microchip in his neck and they couldn't cut it out oh fuck anyway he got away from them 
and eventually he gets like into this fucking um, sanctuary um, where and they repatriate they rehome the dogs from Ireland. Apparently Ireland's got a big um, that abandoned dogs problem. Yes. Yeah. They're all gypsies. Um, yes. No, they're not all gypsies. I'm Irish, so I can say that. Um, You're not fucking Irish. It's <laughs> uh, um, a nice cover. Irish. Yeah. Um, it's why I'm the best at racism. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he gets rehomed with uh, with the guy who who has him now. He's got this big fucking like. After about he's been with him for about six months, he's got this big fucking lump in the side of his neck. Oh. Like, and they think it's a tumor. So they take him to the um, they take him to the doctors, uh, the, the vets. They take him to the doctors, and the doctor said, "This is a GP surgery. Get that dog out of here." They take him to the vets, and uh, the vets like looking at it, and they X-ray him, and the lump is shotgun shot. No, it's like tons of shotgun shot that his body has been slowly moving to a central point. And in the rest of the X-ray, his all of his back, up his side, up his neck is just covered in fucking pellets, Jesus where he'd been like walking back. around and someone had tried to shoot him, and he and he survived that. And this is the most placid, nice dog in the world. Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that was that was two stories about dogs. Um, right. So a uh, little news news uh, article that's just uh, cropped up that caught my caught my eye. Is this? How, is this? How, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think it's breaking, but you know, whatever. Uh, oh, it's kind of breaking actually. Seven twenty-five. It went on uh, online. Um, cool. So Mexico has had a uh, record number of murders, uh, annual total uh, for twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. Guess how many? If you are within, if you are 20... within. Oh, go on. 25,000. Oh, that is not a bad effort. Um, go on. 4.2 million. <laughs> 29,168. Wow, that's a few murders. How many people live in Mexico? That, that is higher than the homicide rate at the peak of Mexico's drug war in 2011. So it's higher than the murder rate six, seven years ago. Yep. Wow. Uh, it's an incredible fact and it's good to know I'm glad the Mexicans are doing well you know I've always liked them I love the food great food oh yeah great food great people um, well I don't know about that got another question from I just, our, I just divided from our... I, just div- I just divided that number by 365 that's 80 murders a day that doesn't seem that bad 80 murders a day 80. Oh, 80. I think you said 18. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said 1-8. <laughs> I was like, I can live with 18 murders a day. Yeah, also, I, I, you know, you might not be the greatest at maths, John, but I think you've probably got an inkling that 18 times 365 is not 29,000. Huh? <laughs> now that I think about it, it did seem low. Right, Go come on, on. I've been trying to fucking read Boner Hitler 6969's um, question to us for about four hours. Boner Nazi. Um, Boner Nazi, sorry. Boner, sorry, Boner Nazi. I don't want to get you confused with Boner Hitler. Boner Nazi 6969. Um, why should we, we not call... We wish... Do you know who Boner Hitler is? <laughs> you? No, Boner Hitler is a, one of the funniest people on Twitter. He's genuinely a genius. And um, oh, right. also um, is followed by famous m- woman who's married to John Legend, Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy oh, right. Teigen's a huge fan of Boner Hitler, and they regularly wish each other a good day. Oh, nice. What's his What's his vibe? He's funny. He's just like uh, it's irony, isn't it, Boner Hitler? <laughs> um, no, so Boner Nazi sixty nine sixty nine, who's made it. Do you think I might have thought that he, that he was genuine? He was genuinely a boner Hitler. <laughs> yeah, boner Nazi sixty nine sixty nine. Who's who? Who actually is? It isn't a joke. He's made it very clear to me um, in his message asking about um, for the direct measurements of your skull, um, so he can work out exactly what in his words exactly what kind you are. Okay. Um, there is I'm some sure confusion over that. that. Um, his question. Um, and 
I think it's a question that we've both been pondering for about a week now is why did we never call him Ale McAnally? Ale McAnally. Ale McAnally, I think, is the closest I can get to it. I won't say what his actual name is, but uh, let's just why say. Not? Why not? It wouldn't it wouldn't take we, a genius to work it out. We we went to school with a guy called Al. No, don't say his name, don't say his no, name, don't say no, his absolutely. name. I'm cutting that why? out. We're saying everyone else's name. Because it's because it's funnier if it's funnier to say, why did we never call him? <laughs> and yeah, and everyone instantly know who McAnally. Alay McAnally because because we were friends because they they stuck a little eye in there, didn't they? Rinse him mercilessly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think the spelling works out, mate. Okay, okay. (sighs) Which is you know always the best thing not to do a joke. Yeah. (laughs) No, that uh, definitely as uh, as a fourteen year old boy saying that to him, if he'd have said, "No, I think you'll find it spelt." There's an eye in there that you haven't accounted for. I would have said. Oh, you're exactly right. LA. Um, <laughs> joke rescinded. That is how um, secondary school worked. Yeah, um, definitely. We, we I just, I just Googled. Mercilessly. I just Googled Boner Hitler while you were talking then, just to see what all the fuss was about. Yeah. Uh, and like the, the, the fourth link on, on, the, uh, on the Google results is uh, an Uprox article. Fuck up, rocks. Uh, Hitler's boner potion and nine more strange <laughs> Viagra alternatives. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm obviously do having you, a look. You, have you heard of um, BDS, Boycott Divestiture Sanctions? It's like an anti-Israeli um, thing. So saying like, if you boycott Israeli products, you divest from Israeli companies and you sanction Israel, then they're stopped by persecuting Palestinians, yeah? Do you right. think the people that agree with that... So people won't buy, like, a fucking soda stream. Like, they'll say, like, soda streams are made on the oh, West right. Bank. Won't buy a soda stream, yeah? But do you think if Hitler had his own brand of Viagra, do you think that there would be, like, a... And it's, like... And it's now, what, like, 70 years since... Oh, sure. what, 73 years since the end of World War Two. So Hitler in 1936, in his rise to power, one of the things he also did was set up a... Uh, a factory to produce his amazing boner potion and it's a potion that works fantastically like no side effects like unlike viagra there's no consulting a doctor after four hours of having an erection because is there, is there side effects with viagra is it yeah like you have to yeah yeah like you can have like heart palpitations if you if your erection lasts for too long you might have to have the blood syringed out of it stuff oh, like Lord. that yeah so none of that stuff is just it's just in and out perfection it's just a brilliant thing yeah and now we're 73 years past you know he didn't survive world war ii but the potion did but it still sold as hitler's magical boner potion do you think people would be like well no it's you know it's fascistic you know whether it's perfect or not or do you think people would say like no actually i think it's 70 years later we're making hitler jokes on our podcast right now people would buy it because it's fucking hilarious no, it's not funny. It wouldn't be funny. It would what be, on earth it would do you mean? De- It'd be fucking it would be hilarious. deadly serious. It would be fucking It would hilarious. be deadly serious. I'm laughing about it now. Uh, Hitler's boner potion would be serious as cancer. That's the yeah. tagline. Yeah. yeah, I would still find it funny. I, I would buy it for you for your birthday. The problem is that all of the jokes about like, yeah, um, the problem with Hitler's boner potion is that you take it and four hours later you find yourself invading Poland would have been done by every hat comic constantly. They would be the new version of why don't they build the aeroplane out of the black box? Do you want to? Do you want to know? Uh, do you want to know a little bit about his injection? His, no, his, I've, uh, I, I, I've just got one last thing to say. I've created a Philip K. Dick, if you'd pardon the pun, um, <laughs> Philip K. Hard Dick um, dystopian future, like fully fleshed out, like alternate reality around Hitler's boner potion and yet Steven Spielberg's not calling me to ask me to like write his next film self-fund baby make it yourself I'm going to kickstart that film do, do Christopher Nolan do you no. think do you think it, you know like um, uh, chaos theory you know like a butterfly flaps its wings in Peru and it causes a typhoon in China yeah 
do you think that the world would be largely exactly the same if Hitler's boner potion was a real thing and had been around for 70 plus years? It was a real thing. No, but I mean, like, it was... I'm talking about, like, Pfizer is one of the biggest companies in the world because yeah. instead of inventing Viagra in 98 or whenever it was that it came out, they invent, they've got the rights... They didn't invent it, because obviously Hitler invented it. Um, they've got the rights to it... Um, to produce it 70 years beforehand there'd definitely be more people in the world if it worked like in the magic way you described then yeah i bet it did i mean you know from everything i understand hitler was a pretty you know like well put together guy he's like very um intelligent he was absolutely insane <laughs> um so let's just it's just a, let me just have a um, while you describe to me the ingredients of hitler's magical boner potion i'm just gonna have a slight slip of water and uh, I, like, I can't see you know you know what you reminded me of then is uh, is in die hard where ellis uh, the uh, the cokehead who gets himself shot the, the no, spoiler alert head, head of international <laughs> <laughs> head of international sales or whatever he is mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and he goes in and he talks to um, alan rickman's character uh and he's Hans like, Gruber, call him by his name. And, <laughs> and I was like, and he's like, uh, he's like, you know, I see you guys, you're, uh, you're happening, you got it together, and now there's a fly in the ointment. You reminded me of Ellis then. That was <laughs> as if you were talking to Hitler. Hans, Bubby. Hans, and your white knight. Um. So yeah, the uh, Adolf Hitler's um, boner potion. Bona boner, boner potion. Uh, was uh, injections of testosterone um, mixed with uh, the semen and prostate glands of young bulls straight into the shaft of his uh, of his of his little member. Jesus, no wonder he only had one bull. The other one probably blew up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. To be fair, you gave that exactly the. <laughs> you gave that exactly the courtesy it deserved. <laughs> Uh, so uh, this is this uh, this article is actually uh, this is incredible. It's actually like the top ten list of uh, alternative um, uh, alternatives to Viagra. Hitler's boner potion was obviously number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two is penis vein surgery. Okay. Number three is eating seal penis. Okay. Number four is pe- the penis pump. Uh, not my f- bag. It's not my bag. Number five, number five is probably my my uh, my favourite one. Uh, putting goat testicles into human scrotums. <laughs> what would that achieve? <laughs> I don't know. You've just got like know. a like a super packed like you've got a ball bag like a bag of marbles. There you go. There you go. Get as many in there as you can. Uh, do you know? Have you heard about Foxy's um, incredible ball bag? No, no, but I, I imagine I'm about to. Fo- Foxy's got uh, what he describes as the Batwing. Uh, it's the most elasticated piece of material you will ever fucking see in your life. Um, like a uh, full roast turkey skin, like a, like the chicken on yeah, a ro- the, like yeah, the yeah, skin yeah. on a roast chicken. Mate, but- if you if you got stranded in a dinghy at sea, you could fucking sail home with that motherfucker. That's all I'm saying. He regularly, uh, he, he he once claims to have put an iPhone in the in the skin of his ball bag. Just folded over. Did he have to? He didn't have to. No, he didn't have to. Uh, and it, and it, all ste- it stems from the day that he got. He was playing basketball and he got kind of kneed in the just above his kind of groin area and obviously burst a blood vessel somewhere. Well, uh, what? And it and, never stopped growing. And uh, no, and he uh, he kind of went home and he tried to go to bed and it was all a bit painful and he couldn't shut his legs properly. Uh, and he went to the bathroom and checked on him, and all this blood had just pulled in his bollocks. So his, his, <laughs> his ball bag was inflated like a fucking water balloon, and uh, and a deep, rich purple. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> he showed he showed his housemate. He was like, "Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take you to the hospital." And they <laughs> and they drained his ball bag. I fucking shit I you bet not. they did. I bet they... <laughs> Big day. I bet they did. It took four nurses and a shitload <laughs> of KY jelly. Um, so you made me listen to the Wu-Tang Clan album. Yeah, man. How'd you feel about it? Um, very 90s, isn't it? Yeah, it's fucking great, isn't it? Incredibly 90s. Very happy yeah. to see that Method... Uh, that's not Method Man. Obviously Method Man. Uh, but the yep. red man's still around and he's doing well. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably it's still like, living in that same house that he was in and uh, on MTV, on MTV Cribs. Cribs. That was yeah. that was fantastic. That was brilliant. <laughs> Best episode by my. I think I heard recently that he is still living there. Like what? someone said, like yeah, he's still living there. Um, but yeah, what did you, what did you think then? Favorite track? Um, Any all? I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what my favorite track is because oh, actually no, I really liked um, the Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, they're all, it's it's um it's uh it's the, the whole album feels a bit quite uh, a bit like um a bit lower tempo. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's quite still quite hard. Like it's not um there's quite a few tracks. Uh, like I really like Lesson Learned, but it does feel kind of like down like like sub ninety BPM hip hop. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I can see that. It's good. I like it though. It's good to have the Wu back back play. Yeah, yeah, agreed. They're back and they're black, so yeah. you know. They never, they never stop being black. Um, have you ever seen? There's a film <laughs> with uh, Chris Rockin called. Um, it's called like CB12 or something like that. CB9, um, and oh, it's like a piss take of. It's a piss take of um, like Public Enemy. Well, no, so initially it's a piss take of NWA, and like yeah. Chris Rock is this comedian. It's, it's really nineties. Um, and he um, like takes on this like hard like gangster rap persona, um, and it's about him and his mates who are in cell block nine, like CB nine. Oh right. Like pretending to be like these like big time um, gangbangers, and they're not. They're just like just like normal guys. Um, but then the best bit is when they all like start to splinter off from being like NWA, and like one of them reinvents himself as like a Chuck D esque, like black supremacist pro-African, um, like, super political um, rapper. And right. his song just goes, I'm, I'm going to cut it in now, but you can't hear it, so I'm going to cut it in for the listeners to hear it now. I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. Yo, I'm black and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and you're black and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black and you're black and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, 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 and it's it's a brilliant film. You need to go and watch it. Chris Rock. It's it's not particularly great, but it is funny. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. Mate, it's got six point two stars on IMDb. It's worth it just for the bit that I just sung to you that I'm gonna cut out because I can't do the blickety black because I'm back and I'm black. Um bit. What's the public enemy's main song? Nineteen eighty nine. Um, what's that song called? Uh, anyway, isn't it... the video for that. Do you remember the guys in the black boiler suits with the with the army boots on and the berets, and they're doing like uh, dancing in time with each other, and they're like doing you know fight like the my power. fight the power, fucking out. Honestly, I think I've got early onset Alzheimer's, and he said early onset autism. <laughs> I thought in my head I had I heard early onset Tourette's, uh, which I think you actually do have. So. <laughs> I have, I've had early onset Tourette's I've been living with it powerfully living with it um, don't know if you can see that there's, oh there's mate the guns guns uh, so. for, for the benefit of everyone listening John just flexed his uh, his rippling fucking biceps at me but I've uh, got the tiniest I'm going to describe them to um, the listeners imagine a 14 year old boy just started weightlifting and it's yeah. It's three days into it. Imagine yeah. the Mr. Muscle advert. Do you remember the old Mr. Muscle advert with the skinny guy? Yes. Cleaning out the oven? Yeah. Imagine he's just started powerlifting and it's yeah. three days into him powerlifting. And he's got like a like a 12-year-old girl's breast for a nub of a bicep. <laughs> That's after and, two and years ma- of it training. Makes it, it makes him look <laughs> even more amazing because it's on a six-foot-eight guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm tiny. Did you watch the fights last night? No. Okay. Do, do you know to? the results? No. Do you want to know them? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know who was fighting? No. Okay. So Daniel Cormier <laughs> was fighting. Oh, yes. a guy called Volkan uh, Ustamir. Yes. Volkan Ustamir looks is like it a good me. Fight. 
it was it wasn't a great fight because it only went two I... rounds before DC just fucked him up. Oh, really? Yeah, but Ustamir's been fast tracked into a title shot because he only joined the UFC a year ago. Yeah, I know. He was looking pretty good though, wasn't he? Well, he's the last won, few fights. The, the, well, a he's won every one of his fights since the, of his first three fights. He's, he, this was his fourth fight in the UFC. He's won right. his first three fights. Um, first one was a split decision. The other two were very quick knockouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and the other thing is the light heavyweight division is just dog shit. There's just nobody in it. How do so, you feel um, about John Jones? I think I hate him. I've hated him for years, but I oh, really, yeah. I, I'm a really big DC fan. Like I think Daniel Cormier is. Let me. The ways that I love Daniel Cormier allow me to list them to you. Number one, he looks like Cartman from Fresh Prince. Number Correct. two, he dresses like everyone's stepfather. So <laughs> the amount of times you'll see him in jeans with a with a jumper tucked into the jeans and a fanny pack on <laughs> is unbelievable. <coughs> Number three. Um, he's an unbelievably technically good, like proficient fighter. Like people take the piss out of his striking, um, but it's because he's about four for eight. I don't know how yeah. tall he is really. He's probably about like he's probably about he's five ten. Yeah, he's not maybe even yeah. shorter than that. He's a short squat guy, a wrestler. But he's a big guy. He's got a body like um, like a um, slightly gone to seed um, American football coach. Like he's got like proper like puppy <laughs> fat. But he is a fucking beast. It's just there's just muscles underneath, yeah. um, and he has to strike up a lot. But he dirty box really nicely. Gets on the inside, gets his head underneath people's chins against the cage, yeah. throws nice punches from the clinch, and also he does work well on the. So, not like a Tyson in terms of like speed to get on the inside, but he's one of the. He gets hit a lot coming in, but he's one of the most like um, like proficient inside artists that you see in MMA with his boxing, um, and then his wrestling is just unbelievable okay. like he he's Fair. power dump tackled heavyweight so he used to be a heavyweight when he was in strike force yeah, yeah yeah he won the heavyweight grand prix um anyway so he, um i love i love um i love dc and i fuck it i've, I've hated john jones since i've been interested in the sport just because he's clearly an utter wank yeah okay fair enough and and the it's interviews I mean, like the few times i've heard him good, interview though. come on Oh no, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, but he's he's going to get away with um, testing positive again um, Is because he? yeah, yeah, definitely. So the first time he test he's tested Why? positive since Usada came in since the Usada um, drug testing regime came into the UFC he's tested positive three times. One time yeah. was for cocaine, which because it was out of competition he wasn't sanctioned for which is fine like they shouldn't have tested him for cocaine in his out of competition samples it should never have been released no one should know about that it's fine fine but then he's also tested positive for first time for um estrogen blockers i believe right like i, I can't remember 100 percent, but I, i'm sure it was for estrogen blockers which it which you take when you're cycling off anabolic steroids um ah, okay and the second time he's tested for something called like tyranabol which is like a proper old, like like a Soviet era steroid. Um, oh, right. And so from what people are saying, like they had that Jeff Nowitzki, the guy who runs the, he's the guy who caught Lance Armstrong, sort of, caught Lance yeah, yeah, Armstrong. Yeah. So he used to work for USADA and now he works directly for um, the UFC as like a fighter liaison with the with the USADA program and um, sure. they had him on Rogan and, and he was like there's no way that John Jones would have taken this it's you know it's um it takes such a long time to cycle out it's you know such an old steroid blah 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 um I think it was an you know an accident it was accidentally mixed into you know whatever um legal um yeah, yeah supplements he's taking and I just think like no, you, you're saying that because the UFC are desperate to get Jones back into the UFC. And so they're having yeah. you lay the groundwork for he's not a drug cheat. When probably what it is, is he what? thought he was getting eggs. Like if you thought you were like, oh, I thought I was getting coke, but really it was speed. You think you're getting, you know, yeah, the yeah, drug okay. that would cycle very quickly out. But you're not. You're, you're actually, it's, it's yeah. either been cut with or it's, you know, accidentally mixed with or it's someone gives you the wrong thing and then you're... Or presumably, if this is a really old steroid, then it's probably fucking cheaper than the cheaper than the the new stuff. I don't know. I don't really know how steroids work. Like, As you can tell by my physique, I've never even been near a steroid. Mm. 
I, I can tell that because I know your physique. I passed the sniff test. <laughs> can we <laughs> can we put a photo of you up without your shirt on? On the I'm going to put the, a photo uh, of me up without my shirt on as the um, SoundCloud thing. Can you do episode. that? Can you do the kind of like British bulldog pose and 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 put it next to a picture of Charles Bronson? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Doing the same pose. Okay. Definitely. I'll def- I'll get on that right now. Yeah. So yes. So that's my know. opinion of John Jones. I like watching him fight. I don't know fucking anything about UFC though, really. Uh, so you don't know who yeah. Francis Ngannou is? Yeah, I do, yeah. Predator. That's it. Predator. He got the shit kicked out of him last night. Did he? He got, yeah. It's he the got big handed. hype. He, yeah, he's the hype train. And Stipe Miocic, who is um, my favourite heavyweight fighter, because he is a fireman. He's got a voice which is almost impossible to understand what he's saying when he gets excited because it is so gravelly. It just sounds like someone's starting up a fucking blender full of stones. Um, and he's just like, he's just great. He's just a brilliant... Anyway, he, Miocic handily beat uh, Nganu last night. Nganu gassed in the first round. And oh, hold on. Just, Who was he fighting? He was fighting Stipe. 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 Yeah, Stipe. Stipe, Stipe. Miocic. I like Stipe. I, I think you should go with Stipe. Yeah. He's this big... Uh, he's American. He's born in America. But he's obviously yeah. like Croatian heritage. I think he's Croatian. Um, and he's just this big, like, burly. He's the platonic ideal of what you'd want um, your kid's stepfather to look like. <laughs> okay. You just, you want you want someone very tough who's in the house. If you're not living in that house anymore, you want someone very big and tough yeah, living there. Yeah. Who's also a nice guy. And he's that's a lo- it. He, what I want from my fighters, as you've probably guessed from the from the two people and the reasons I like them that I've mentioned, is I want some just nice people to be my professional fucking cage fighters. <laughs> <laughs> you want the regular Joes to uh, to triumph, yeah. don't you? A hundred percent. But yes, yeah, got to be bad just... guys, though, mate. That's what makes it sport. Well, that's the, that's the problem with the, to, like, not to just make this the fucking UFC podcast, but that's the problem with the UFC at the moment is they've got some phenomenal fighters, they've got some really interesting fights, and they've managed to fuck it up so badly that there is no narrative. There's no narrative tying these stories together. So yeah. Jones being gone, there's no narrative between. So DC fights a guy who might as well just been like the third boss in a um unregistered like a, like an unlicensed japanese arcade a game <laughs> called uh, like street fighter clone it's called like yeah um yeah road street warriors of pain rather than streets yeah. of rage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. called um street punchers 2 <laughs> turbo <laughs> that's the name of my first album i reckon <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so punches. <laughs> Street Punches Two. Right, when turbo, colon, turbo. When are we talking about uh, Tom Tommy Number One and Eddie? Oh Tutor. my God! No, we're saving that for next week. We're saving it for next week. Have you listened to it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I flick through. Why but, does? Uh, um... He he does Why characters he's... like he sometimes flicks to American accents and yeah I don't understand it. it. Have you ever anyway. seen the video of um, Have you ever seen the video of him where he's got his young son in like a papoose strapped to his chest and the <laughs> no. kid's holding his like holding his feet he's got his fingers pointed out yeah. like that and the kid's holding his fingers yeah um, and I can't remember what song it is he does but he just starts like doing a like just doing one of I can't remember who it is but does a rap. And he's doing it like, but gesticulating with this tiny baby strapped to his chest. So he's always had flow. Check this out, y'all. Check this out. Can't, 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 can't give me the mic, the mic, they don't really need me, Socrates, so the book of pages, I flip, I flip the fucking mic, in the back of the back of the day, this hectic, hectic, when those brothers don't respect it, ha, 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 flavor, <laughs> I know the lot is stolen property, I'm kicking the flavor to society, police be clocking me, but logically they got to be, cause they was told the serious poetry would come from Socrates, but that ain't it, and now the four, I bought the punky about you take my microphone top of shit, I'm not having it, buzzing the mic could get publicity, rapping something you do, hip hop is something you live, the difference is, the difference is, the difference is, the difference is, nowadays kids 
together videos and rappers don't need skills to pay the bills so they don't hear me though. Really though, I'm four times on the city on I got ten videos. But does that help me float? No. That's why when MCs come to my show, they act like they don't know. Cause they was too young to rock up in my disco. Yo, Frisco, disco, the joint is like an abysco. Chocolate chip cookie better. Hook with me, rookie. Inside, I'm beats in the states that I'm keeping them down, but police know it's tricking when I'm tweeting. <laughs> we out. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, we're gonna look, this is gonna be, everyone, this is gonna be um, our um, our homework for the week is to do, a, we're gonna do a full album breakdown next yeah. week of yeah. that. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, just in case any, it wasn't clear what it was, um, it's uh, Tom Hardy in uh, 1999 released a rap album uh with uh, with a mate of his and uh, yeah it's fucking leaked online and it's uh, hilarious and it's phenomenal so go listen it's phenomenal and hilarious so go listen this yeah. week and we'll 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 break it down next week it was good uh, anyway let's not you know it was much better when it leaked week. online I, I i told charlie about it and she went oh that's a shame and i went no it's actually quite good and she went, oh that's nice <laughs> So, you know, why Tom is, Hardy... Why has your wife turned into my mum? To, it's just something that happens to women when they get um, two kids down. You just ah, right. they pop out a couple of kids and you say, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> With no real interest. Yeah. No, I do no, actually, sometimes, though. A little, a little bit of interest. Like, enough interest to express the opinion. Yeah. Um, right, before we wrap this up... Um, we got to have a little check-in on uh, behind the silver screen. The um, in- industry insider. Oh, I've got who, nothing. Who we're going to call um, T? No, that's too obvious. <laughs> Tim H. Fucking hell! He's never um, working again. Thanks, mate. Have you spoken? Have you spoken to him? Have you spoken to him recently? Has he given you any good goss? No, it could, do you want me to make this a thing? Is this what you're getting at? Yeah, I just I'll think let, like I'll the best thing about this is that if you like. the only interesting thing. No, just like whenever you have a chat with him, the only mm. interesting thing that came out of the first podcast was that after we fucking ratted on for an hour, was um, you go, oh yeah, FYI, I got the inside scope about why known fucking sex offender Brian Singer <laughs> got fired from his last film. Oh yeah. <laughs> Broke it, mate. Broke it here. We're all getting sued, probably. We're all getting sued. Um, and 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 <laughs> Tim H. <laughs> Tim is uh, H. never working again. That's ruined that. Do you think that your dad wanted to call Tim Jim, but then he panicked at the end? Like panicked when like they got to the naming bit that maybe he thought he'd be judged if he named his son after him, and he went, "Uh, Tim." No. Okay. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that's, do you want me to ask him? I'll get him on no. next week. The irony, of course, being that um, your dad's name Jim isn't short for James; it's short for Jimothy. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You've, ter- you, you've turned into dad jokes. Dad jokes. Dad jokes. It's some gentle it didn't happen comedy. After- it didn't happen after the first one, after your first kid, and now mm. it's kicked in with a with a serious bang. Yeah. Okay. When are we getting Rob on as well? Like we've been. We've well, got... he works. I mean, he works most Sundays, but I guess if we want to record on another night, we might be able I, to. I will. I will make it happen. I'll record on any night that he's available because yeah. we've got an untapped wealth of. Hello, he is our of, part Carl Pilkington no he's not because he's one of the least funny people that I know but genuinely yeah. we think we might dig he's too serious he's too serious he can't riff I, I'm going to play this before we get him on you need to get him 14 drinks drunk yeah tooted and zooted if you know what I mean sure Smart, smile it's Tate and Lyle and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> you want and me to then, blow cocaine up his arsehole yes again yeah and we get yeah. we get old Bobby Strangler out and about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not escorting him home afterwards, so I take no responsibility for any any young ladies he might meet on the way home. He's married now. He's he's a changed man. What he doesn't do the murders anymore. Um. All I'm going to say it'll, is it'll catch up with him. All I'm going to say is there was we came down for your birth for his birthday 
on, I believe it was on the 17th of December, 2010. Now, Rick lives in Bristol. Rick lives in Bristol. And if you remember, around that point, um, a girl was murdered and her body was found um, a few days later. And all I'm saying is, Rob was missing for three hours that night. um, And when he came back, he had a Tesco's finest pizza. (laughs) And he was missing a sock. <laughs> and that and that poor Dutch fella, just because he liked to stroke it to some pretty objectionable stuff, got railroaded. Mate, there's still a there is still a campaign like a like a website campaign for uh, trying to attest that man's freedom and get him released from prison. What the man who effectively admitted what he did? <laughs> he went. Yes. Uh, he went. Yeah, yeah, no, I did, I did. But uh, she came on to me. I was trying to make her stop screaming. <laughs> Oh dear. We all yeah. know the best way of doing that, don't we? D- don't um don't do it. What best way of do- what making a woman stop screaming? Yeah. We're going to cut it there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut the podcast and our friendship short just there. <laughs> just there. And that's the line. That's the line. Yeah. That's Too the far. line. That's the line. Yeah. Um anything you want to anything you want to wrap up on before we go? Uh no no I don't think so um yeah listen to uh listen to Tom Hardy's rap album before next week um and hopefully also we will get Nikki Nikki Pizus the man Nikki Peloton baby Pizus uh the man they call Nick Potter um uh hopefully get him on coming up soon as well he's keen oh we de- we've well. definitely got to get him involved the man's a fucking genius yeah yeah I know he's well keen and he, and he's gonna try and do his theme tune as well I think so. Okay. Okay. Well, until uh, until that happens, um, probably should say a big thank you to um, the current author, um, no, the author of our current <laughs> theme tune, uh, DJ Smokey. Uh, Ride clean. Thank you very much for that. Um, listen, find him on Bandcamp um, and pay for his pay for his music, um, and then maybe he won't sue us for using it without bingo. Bingo. Um, no, we're not we're not selling the podcast, are we? So. Yeah, no, I am. Fine. I'm selling. I'm downloading it onto um, Wait, CDs, what? and I'm selling it in um, on Oxford Circus. Nice. It's my mixtape. Yeah, no, it's my fire. It's my fire mixtape. Nice. Um, Sounds good. Um, all right, well, there cool. we go. Bye. Bye. Yeah, say bye. Say bye to our listeners. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ready to go through. So let's debut this new track. NBA Stupid Ass presents Black Flanders. I've been waiting for this. Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not black but I feel like Black Flanders I got the clip like in Landers Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not black but I feel like Black Flanders I got the clip like in Landers Black Flanders, Black Flanders, I feel like Black Flanders I'm not a racist, I'm not Bernie Sanders I drink a gallon of lean, now I feel good I smell the fentanyl, now I'm so happy I'm popping the Zanny and Blue Cup Versace I'm still good to try the Rory, just watch me I'm smoking the blood in the Lambo I tried to be sober, I can't though no, We cooking risotto with Mad Dog I took a shit, it's a fat log Whole crew smoking orc I got glaucoma, I can't go to court I'm holding the chopper like time crisis Jacked up on K2, I might just join ISIS Abu Bakr, Abagdadi I'm rich, I got three Bugattis I'm in the car with some hotties, Black Flanders I got your girl feeding me chicky tenders Black Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders I got the clip like a Landers Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders I feel like Black Flanders I'm not black but I feel like Black Flanders I got the clip like in Landers Black Flanders, Black Lambo, Black Rolly, Black Car Wallets like asses, the fatter the better they are I got green money, green weed, green like an orc This club has been set on alert I got your girl in my chili shirt 
Before Loka was OP, so they had the nerf. Your girl like my favorite, so duck cause she squirt. My weed came off a plan. My weed came off a plan? Black Flanders, Black Flanders, Black Flanders. Getting paid like my name's Enos Cantor. Haters can't hate on my hustle. I got a triangle dick muscle. I'ma give a mouse like them cookie. I'm smoking a pound and a rookie. I don't got no lead, so I smoke a tree. Black Flanders like Oakley, Oakley. Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. I'm not black, but I feel like Black Flanders. I got the clip like Flanders. Black Flanders. Black Flanders. Black Flanders. Black Flanders. I feel like Black Flanders. Black Flanders. Black Flanders. Black